Welcome to season two of Living Fullness, a podcast where two friends explore what it means to live out the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And my name is Father Sean Burns. And every week we look more closely at deepening friendships, intentional relationships, growth in virtue, and nurturing our spiritual lives. We hope by sharing our learning, reflections, and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Living Fullness. How are you going today, Padre? Very well, thank you. How about yourself, Stina? I am doing well. What's been happening in your world? Well, uh, actually, we just recently did a um, an ecumenical event here in Narendra. Uh, so there was mm-hmm. a, a group of, um, we have a really strong Ministers Fraternal here in, uh, in Narendra. Ministers Fraternal is sort of like a it's a fraternity of, of, of ministers, really, of, of church mm-hmm. ministers. And uh, so, you know, the Pentecostals, the Anglicans, the Baptists, the Catholics, we, we all get together and do stuff for the community. And um, so we do uh, little ecumenical services and, and St. Mel's hosted one the other day. So we prayed Vespers together with everyone from the other churches. And, and uh, yeah, it was really, it was really beautiful. Um, and uh, they, um, they're, they're a really great group of, of, of ministers um, we do stuff like, uh, like in Advent, we're going to do like a, a little, um, play for the kids where it's, it's, we've organized with the schools for groups of kids to come out and we take them down the main street and, um, and they, they go knocking on businesses doors and business owners come out dressed as, as <gasps> characters from, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from, from That's the Bible. Really cool. <laughs> uh, they, they basically, they come out dressed as the innkeeper. Right, and they come out yeah, and they're yeah. like, "No, there is no room in this inn. Go!" And and so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 really really cool. How fun! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so we do great, great things. Way to enter time. into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, incredible stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about yourself? Oh, it's been training central over here. Right. Um, the, I feel like there's training coming at me left, right, and center. <laughs> right. Okay. For, okay. for work, we're we're all feeling it a bit. <laughs> we've sure, just had we've had sure. brilliant, brilliant training, mm. uh, but it's just been a lot of it. So I think we're all kind of looking forward to a bit of a Christmas break to give our minds a bit of a rest and <laughs> sure, sure, let it just decompress from all of that. And yep, yeah, but yeah, really good stuff. Really, really good mm. stuff. Mm. Yeah, so before we get into this episode, we have a really special episode coming up with our December guest. It's going to be a little bit different to what we've done in the past. Um, And we just want to give you a heads up that our higher tier Patreon supporters are going to get a special gift in association with that. So stay tuned. You'll find out a bit more about what's going on, but there's a little something coming your way. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. I love doing I love doing little little creative things. <laughs> so this week's episode, the theme of the episode is gossip. And we want to have a chat about what gossip is, a couple of ways that we can see it um, play out, some of the the downfalls of it. And then also a little bit about, you know, what can we actually do to overcome that in our own lives, but also if we have people in our lives who tend towards gossiping as well. So I guess to start with, I find that gossip, it's almost considered like a soft sin. Like it's really not that bad of a sin. It's pretty low on the scale of one to 10. 
Um, but actually, it's quite a serious, it's quite a serious matter. Gossip mm. has the power to destroy reputations and relationships by allowing lies, half-truths, yeah. and truths that aren't actually ours to tell to someone else. Mm. And the destruction is actually twofold. So it can distort the reputation of a person by talking about things that isn't ours to say. And that obviously makes it very confusing and makes it very difficult for them, for that person then to be perceived by somebody else for who they actually are. But the other is that it also makes it difficult to relate to the person when we're encountering them if we've heard X, Y, and Z about that person already. Mm. Mm. And so this also, I guess, bear, brings to mind Matthew twelve thirty six, where we're told that we will have to give an account for every careless word that we've spoken, not just the malicious ones. Look, what you've said there um, rings true, particularly that, that the gossip is, is considered a soft sin. You know, we, we, we sort of... Mm. As, as a Christian community, I think we can sometimes become, get a little bit hung up on the sins of the flesh. And, and look, yeah. they're, they're, they're serious sins. Don't get me wrong. Like the, yeah, the, yeah, those yeah. are serious mm-hmm. sins. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in the words of, of, of C.S. Lewis, as serious as they may be, there are more serious than that. You know, and, and, and I think, um, Gossip, which which often can stem from pride, is 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 among those. So we ought yeah. not consider it a soft sin, you know. Mm. Um, and uh, so, as 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 well as what you've been talking about here, you know, sort of this this destruction of relationships, um, mm. we we can we can also destroy our own friendships when we gossip to our friends, because the the, the friendship eventually becomes a toxic relationship, which leads us away from God via the folly of gossip. Now, we've spoken about this several times in the podcast when it comes to building trust and braving, you know, the, the, that, mm. that acronym with a V stands for vault. Well, it's important that we, we keep to ourselves what is not meant to be shared with, with, with others because that builds trust. It shows that we have, have a vault that remains closed and locked, right? And, and and without trust, a, a friendship just can't last. Um, yeah. So I guess we might have a look at some different ways that gossip can manifest and some ways of how we can sort of avoid that from happening. And the first one is curiosity. And the, this one's sort of interesting. Um, and if I, I recall a particular priest said that curiosity is the pursuit of knowledge that is not proper to your state in life, which is really interesting. And it ties to something I think Aquinas talks about. And he talks about like when we think about the Garden of Eden and how the serpent spoke to Eve. Well, the serpent speaking to Eve is not proper to its being. (laughs) A serpent shouldn't speak. It shouldn't have the ability to talk. So on that basis alone, Eve should have rejected Satan um, because she knew better than to listen to a creature that shouldn't speak. And yet, what does she give into? She gives into curiosity of what this creature has to say. Mm, mm. Aquinas, brilliant. Um, so, look, being curious, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's wanting to know things one doesn't need to know. You know, and Eve didn't, 
Eve didn't need to know that the fruit was <laughs> was whether it was tasty. You shouldn't need to know that because God said, "Listen, it's not going to be good. Don't touch it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't do it." Yeah. Uh, and as you rightly say, uh, she should have known something was up, right? So yeah. So but she also didn't need to know whatever the creature was thinking. Exactly. Like there wasn't exactly. even a need. Exactly. No, you're quite right. You're no quite need. right. Um, so it's being curious about things that, that, that one doesn't need to know. And we might hear or see things which make us curious to know more about a particular situation or relationship, right? So for instance, we might see two people, a man and a woman enjoying each other's company. Uh, well, do we then go and ask other people about the nature of that relationship? Um, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know, ooh, are they dating? Is there something going on there? Oh my gosh, I, I must know more. Wow. Um, yeah. Because um, the reality is, they could just be standing there and one of them could be new to town and asking for directions. Literally. Like, yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. We've got no yes. idea what's going on there. <laughs> yes, exactly. The other thing is that, um, you know, we, we could see perhaps uh, uh, two friends who are not so friendly at the moment. Well, do I ask around or inquire about yeah. about what happened, despite the fact that it's not something I need to know? And mm. and look, often I think when we engage in this, we can we can mask our curiosity with, "Oh, I just want to know so that I can pray for them." Nonsense, <laughs> nonsense, <laughs> nonsense. It's 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 not it's not. Oh, I just want to pray for them. No, 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 no. You can pray for them without knowing. You can pray yeah, for them. God's so totally knowing. bound. God's so totally bound by the. Oh, specifics. absolutely, absolutely. He's just like, hmm, I don't know the ins and outs of this situation. You're going to need to find out for me. You know, no, I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. That is not. Yeah, the you case. didn't tell me their first name, their middle name, and their last name, so I can't help you here. <laughs> yes, you didn't. You didn't uh, convey the exactitude of the situation to me, so I'm afraid there's very little. Oh, it's this I can serious, do. is it? It's this many graces that you need, is it? Right, oh, you didn't right, tell me right, that. You okay, didn't specify. Yes, yes. Indeed. It's not a menu log order, people. It's not a menu log order. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a menu log order. Nice, nice. Yes, exactly. So, um, so yes, we, Sorry, we don't need to. Sorry, it's a bugbear. This is a bugbear of mine. So I get a little frustrated. <laughs> I get a little frustrated on this one. Fair, fair. What else we got? Ah, okay. So if we're going to move on from this place to something that's a bit more uh, deliberate, intentional, and perhaps even sinister um detraction so this is actually tearing another person's reputation down um and i think we do this a lot with our leaders mm. we tend to tear like we don't even we generally don't tend to hesitate to tear our leaders down you know but but we also have to recognize that none of them are perfect they make mm. terrible mistakes like they're human um so let's not put them on a pedestal to begin with, yes, they have a level of responsibility and we expect them to be able to reach a certain kind of um, level of leadership that's admirable. We would like to see that in all of our leaders, but they are also human as yeah. well. Um, and look, this happens frequently, unfortunately. This happens frequently with pastors, priests, pope and bishops. Uh, you know, look, popes and bishops are human and able to make mistakes Talking about them disparagingly is not okay. Uh, you know, it's 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 uh, um, surely it, it, it's it's actually better to um, to think the best of them, to pray for them, uh, than to talk about them 
um, in a disparaging fashion um, to, to, to everyone and anyone. I mean, there might actually be a situation in which you do need to talk about a priest or a bishop uh, to someone in authority because something bad has happened, something, you know, they've said something or done something which is problematic, in which case, absolutely go to the authority on that matter, most definitely. Um, but uh, the, the, the question becomes, you know, do I take something which is true about a priest or a bishop or a president or, a, you know, whoever, and do I then talk about that to every single person that I come across? Uh, or do I talk about it to the appropriate person in authority um, and and whoever else I might need to say or to talk to in order to ensure that that damage isn't done or that 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 you know this doesn't happen again or you know like 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 there's obviously appropriate people to talk to but just talking about someone's failings for the sake of talking about someone's failings is just never a good way to go yeah. No. And Aquinas actually gives us conditions to be able to use for when saying something bad about someone um, is actually a good thing. Yeah. And those conditions, they're, they're sort of threefold. One is that, you know, whatever is said has to be just. Mm. So it actually has to be factual. It has to be accurate. It can't be exaggerated. Yeah. You know, you can't underplay it or overplay what's been said or done. The second is that it needs to be charitable to actually share that with someone else. So you have to ask, you know, is this actually loving? Is it loving towards them and towards whoever it impacts to be able to share this mm. with whoever it is that I need to share it with? And the third is, is it necessary to tell? Yeah. yeah. You know, do they need to know what's happening here or what's happened yeah, here? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Th th those are some really good three conditions that help us to figure out, do I need to tell this person what I know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And the third one is murmuring. So this is separating one person's affection with another. So talking about people behind their backs, for example. Really, this is really like judgy, making sure others that don't like them, you know, speaking to people quietly to other people, speaking about, you know, a certain person quietly to other people. It comes from a place of malice. Mm. And I think with malice, we can sometimes think that malice just means oh, it's completely evil. Like that's what malice is. It comes from complete utter total evil but actually malice doesn't necessarily have to be that it can also be choosing a lesser good over the detriment of a greater good which which kind of is the perpetration of evil isn't it yeah you yeah. know that that's that's yeah. you know it's 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 um to to because we never choose anything which is which is which is evil for the sake of the evil that it that it brings we always yeah. choose evil for some perceived good so it's yeah. it's it's you know, malice is is um, you you're right in its definition that it's choosing the lesser good over the greater good, um, and I, I think that's it's it's helpful to, to just remember that so that we don't brand people as being evil in and of themselves, uh, you know. And I th I, th I think that's kind of that's kind of what we do though with sins like this is that mm. we go it's so far removed from us and people who choose to engage in this come from a place of intentions that are just bad mm. they come from really evil intentions like and we can associate malice with something closer to that when actually malice doesn't have to be it can be that but it doesn't have to be 
that. It could be this, you know, in, even in the simple things of when we're hurting. So if I was to put it into an example, when we're, if I'm hurting because someone has hurt me, well, going to one of my friends and complaining to one of my friends about this other person who's hurt me and their weaknesses and their shortcomings, that is choosing a lesser good than yeah. for me to go to the person who's hurt me and say, hey, you really hurt me right. with what you just right. said or did. Exactly. That's choosing the greater good. Right. Yep. Is Absolutely. it coming from a place of evil, like an intention of evil? No. <laughs> no. It's coming from a place of really hurting, yep. but it's still choosing the lesser, lesser good. good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and look, there's, there's, uh, there is something in, in, in murmuring, what we're talking about here in murmuring, uh, there is something quite, there is something quite wicked in this. Um, you know, I, I can see this happening when, un, when unchecked jealousy is at play, right? So, Someone might have a fear of losing a friend due to that friend having another friendship. That's a lot of friends, I hope you <laughs> um, uh, which has a similar level of depth to the one they already share. Uh, and, and so the temptation might be to tear that friendship down through murmuring. Oh, you, you don't know about this person. You know, I, I, I can I can tell you things about this person, right? For the purpose of trying to undo that friendship because I'm insecure in my own relationship with that person, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, that would be mm. that would be murmuring, yeah, mm. yeah. And then, of course, we also have calumny too. So that's bringing other people down by saying something false mm. about someone. You know, satisfying our own desire to want to bring someone down. This is like much more serious malice. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's, it, it. It is quite bad. It's it's uh, mm. uh, and, and it, you know the the this is often what the Catholic Church calls grave matter, right? Uh, one of the conditions necessary for mortal sin. It's it's it's, it's very very serious thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So, how do we overcome gossip? Mm. Well, um, I think firstly we need to identify where gossip happens in our relationships, and and with with what friends does it occur, and try and empathize and redirect. Uh, so you know, try and and. When, when 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 gossip is happening, uh, say our friend is gossiping to us, really try to, to to get to the heart of of what's 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 hurting our friend, what's making our friend want to engage in this, uh, and also even with the, the the person that we're gossiping about, let's try and empathise with that person too. Like let's try and put ourselves in that person's shoes and go, well, well, you know, uh, actually, if I were in their shoes, I don't know if I'd have acted any different you know, or said anything different. So, so we can try and empathize with each other and with the person that we're trying to, to, that we're actually gossiping about and then redirect. So as to say, you know what, let's not talk about this. Let's not go in this direction with this conversation. It's not good for us. It's not good for the person. So let's, let's just avoid that. And, and if redirect isn't possible, then I think some hard questions have to be asked as to whether or not this relationship can continue uh, as to whether or not this friendship can, can, can continue because otherwise we're just, it's, it's a friendship based on gossip and that's not a real friendship. Um, the second thing that I'd, 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 I'd say is intentionally create new habits. So we ought to try and catch ourselves as we start to gossip and, and intentionally move the conversation away. And this is where accountability partners can be so helpful in this regard. Someone to be able to say, 
uh, you know, to check in with you at the end of a couple of days or at the end of a week and say, hey, I know you've been trying to work on gossip. How have you gone with that? And for you to be able to honestly say, well, actually, I gave way to gossip in a number of ways this week. All right, well, what are you going to do to make sure that you don't do that next week? Like, think about the circumstances that you found yourself in, in which you gossiped. How are you going to remove yourself from those circumstances so that it doesn't happen again, right? So it, it, it sort of having an accountability partner helps us to actually create conditions where we're able to build new habits of not gossiping. Um, And and finally, uh, from from myself on this, I'd say, look, let's identify who we gossip about and ask the question, why? Mm, What what does it reveal about us? Are there any insecurities or needs not being met that we're trying to meet by engaging in gossip? Are there, more, are there more positive ways to meet these needs? You know, For instance, if I gossip about someone because I perceive them as a threat at my place of work because they're more efficient than I am, well, perhaps I need to ask, why am I threatened? You know, and, and, and what can I do about this threatening feeling without, without harming someone? You know, so, so these are questions that you can bring to a trusted friend, a pastor, or even a counselor if required. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I guess to, just to acknowledge that sometimes people gossip because – there's an unmet need for connection that's sitting mm. underneath, um, you know, because as human beings, we crave connection with other people. That's, that's how we're built. That's how we're wired. And by way of gossiping about a particular person, we can feel like we're somehow connected to that person, you know, to their life and to things that are happening in their lives. We feel some sort of a, a pseudo connection there, mm. or we feel connected to the person that we're gossiping to. We can create an almost uh, a relationship there, albeit an unhealthy one, Mm. but we can feel like we're connected to someone then if we're really craving connection. So it creates a kind of a bond and might be filling a gap for a meaningful connection or a relationship that we're currently missing in our lives. My thought for, for, for anyone who feels like this might be you, if that resonates with you is to really consider investing your energy into reaching out to other people, Mm. no, or even make new friends, you know, explore new interests, um, go to new events, go and find what's happening in your community and take part in those things, meet Mm. new people or work on existing relationships that you have and deepening those relationships to create more significant and more meaningful relationships. And I guess the other thing that we can also do other than the connection that we have for people is also just to identify the sour taste that's left mm. after there's been a, a session of gossiping where either we've received it from someone else or we've participated in it. Mm. It makes us feel like we enter into it feeling like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. This is, yeah. we're going to get some sort of power out of Juicy. this. Like, this is going to feel, yeah. yeah, this is going to feel really good. And it leaves us completely dissatisfied mm. and mm. leaves us empty. So we've gained nothing. And if anything at all, we've actually lost more every time yeah, yeah. that we engage yeah. or not even engage in verbally, but we listen to. Mm. So instead of that, putting our focus and fixing our gaze on something much higher, placing our hearts somewhere much higher Mm. than in that will be so much more edifying. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So, so that, that brings us to the end of our episode on gossip. And Mm. um, uh, so uh, a truth, beauty and goodness, Tina. Mm, I'm going to go back to what I said in the beginning. Ha ha. Uh, it is weddings. 
And in particular, one friend's wedding, we've had this friend of mine on the podcast before, Caitlin. Um, she married Patrick and they became Mr. and Mrs. Bailey <laughs> oh. uh, a couple of weeks ago. And she, yeah, she's been a beautiful friend that I've had the privilege of journeying with through the single years mm. and just watching her own story unfold, watching her yearning for God and watching her ache for married life and mm. then being able to watch her walk down the aisle. It just, it screamed God's fidelity. Like I just, I was mm. so moved, moved by her witness, yeah. but moved by God's fidelity, fidelity to her and just a reminder of, you know, who he is in our yeah. lives. So that's really awesome. Yeah. Congratulations to Ka- congratulations, Caitlin, Caitlin and Patrick. And Patrick. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. But yeah, that, that was my truth, beauty and goodness. Beautiful. What about yours, Padre? Mine's a resource and it's not a book. Hey, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? There you go. <laughs> um, Don't so say it's, it's like a, a textbook or something now. Sorry? Don't say it's like a textbook or a lecture or something now. <laughs> it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's a song. Oh. Uh, it's a song. So it all started with the 100th episode. We had to look at each mm. other's playlists to pick some songs. Mm. And I was traveling to Sydney at some point just recently and I was looking for some music to play and there was VM's playlist was still there. I was like, oh, there's VM's playlist. So I, I hit go there and it played music and it was very nice. And then um, there was somehow it went from there to Matt Maher's playlist. I don't know how it did that, but it did. And um, what came up in that playlist was a song called The Centre of All History. Uh, And it's brilliant. It's a fantastic song. Now, ordinarily, I can – I don't mind driving to to, to sort of the more boppy Christian songs because they help to keep you awake. But if I I have my choice of what I listen to, normally boppy Christian music is not on the list. That's just me. This is my Mm -hmm. taste. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm. Snooty. This is where Gregorian chants. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's just my taste. That's 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 yeah. yeah. But but this song is so wonderfully accurate. Uh, you know, it's 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 just really sound um, in 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 what it portrays that you know Jesus is actually the center of all history. That 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 mm. past, present, and future all hinge on his entrance into time. And I just, mm. it's, it's, it's a really good song. So I, I recommend that to, uh, to, to any awesome. and all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and well awesome. done Matt Maher and Stephanie Gretzinger, who are the, um, the singers awesome. of that song. Yeah. The center of all history. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of Living Fullness. We will catch you again next week with a special episode and we will catch you again then. But as always, know of our love and prayers. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Living Fullness. We hope that in this episode there was something useful or helpful or something that blessed your life. If that is the case, would you please consider sharing this podcast with someone perhaps it will bless their lives too. Please also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review so that others can find the podcast too. And join us over on our social media 
Living Fullness on Instagram and Virtue Ministry on Facebook.